Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Takamania. I'm your co-host Desmino here with the Boozer Wade himself, my amigo, my own Bray. We're living in cold country together. We're gonna get through this winter. We will do it, my friend. J Bomb, say howdy, bro. We're back, man. Back. We're back. We only did two podcasts in a month. That's the that's the least we've ever done. Yeah, I know. It's been a bit of a lull. Um, I had people reaching out to us being like, guys, when you drop in a new episode, and I'm like, we just did an episode, The Talkies, but that was like last year, yeah. I think, right? So, that was uh, in somewhere else. Hey, we just got a sub. Nice. Chaos Theory Pod. Thank you for the sub, brother. Love Much you, homie, man. I miss you. I miss everybody from our PC family. I've kind of been a little bit um, on the sideline, I guess, just kind of taking care of some personal stuff. And uh, taking a break and uh, work's been fucking crazy, man. Uh, not anymore, though. Not anymore. Because Are you I done? Had, well, I had to work my ass off uh, to wrap up the project that ended. But yes, I am officially on vacation. I started six weeks of vacation. This is week number one. Uh, yeah, we're wrapping and we're almost there. We're almost at the end of it. It feels like it's slipping away really quickly already. It's going to be... You're such a bastard. I know. Before <laughs> I know it, though, I'm going to be like, oh, I got to go back to work on Monday. And then from being gone away from work for so long, I'm going to have like anxiety about going back and being like, oh, mm-hmm. I fucking hate it. And how do, the how last do two I... weeks are going to be like, just go to work. Yeah, I might back. as well, right? Because I'm going to be dwelling it. It's like the Sunday of your vacation, right? You have that, it's like you a two-week-long Sunday. That's it, pretty much. You got Saturday, Friday, which is awesome. That's what I'm at right now. I'm enjoying my, well, Friday kind of, but the beginning of the week. I feel like I'm already on Saturday for the next, like, three the, weeks. Like, I don't know about you, but, like, if my day is off, like, let's say I have a Friday off, come 4 o'clock, I'm like, I would have been done the day anyways, so my Friday is dead. I might as well have worked today. Pretty much. Like, that's kind of why I also don't take PPDs. They're like, 
take PPDs, take uh, your sick days that you get at work. But even when I do, like, I have to answer an email or I have to check something or I have to answer. Like, I might as well just fucking say I'm working anyways and just, like, be, you know, have, like, a lazier day and then just Just, (laughs) have to go through, like, putting in the fucking uh, motions of putting it in the system, getting it approved, all that crap. So, So we're we're in the middle of hiring a new junior engineer and uh, they asked me, like, okay, how do, how do PPDs work? How does this work? How does that work? And I'm like, well, there's no real PPDs. You get your vacation and then, like, your sick days are paid. Just don't abuse it type deal. And then I had a conversation with the other engineer who's been there for two years. And I'm like, wow, it's crazy. Like, back in the day when we were younger, if we would have asked those questions, we probably wouldn't have gotten hired. You know what I mean? If you start, you're like, well, how does vacation work? They're like, oh, you're not willing to work. But I'm the kind of guy where I tell all my employees, listen, um, you don't have to lie to me and tell me you're sick. If you're if you have one of those days where you wake up and you're just like, yo, this is a f- this is a fuck it day. This is like I'm not getting out of bed. Netflix. Uh, I I ain't brushing my teeth or anything. Just call in and say like, hey, I'm taking a day. And listen, if we're not in the shits, no fucking problem, man. Everybody's entitled. It's a mental health day, you know. Yeah, I prefer that as well too because I have people I work with who like I try to tell them like, just be honest with me. That's what I that's what I prefer, and I hate little shady shit where you can kind of pick up trends with certain people, or like mm-hmm. people start abusing it and then mm-hmm. lying, and then it's like mm-hmm. fuck, man, like come on, like I think I had somebody who was working with me, and um, they didn't tell anybody that they weren't coming in, and this guy has I don't know if he's got a real sick grandfather, but he's used a sick grand a sick grandfather for the past year multiple times, right? Yeah, so first no of all, good. That's, no good. that's not good if he's actually like I like to give him the benefit of the doubt because otherwise it's really really bad karma on his part, but. The guy didn't even like, didn't even message, didn't even contact me. Nothing, right? Nothing. Just did not come in that day, right? Yeah, so no. I ended up calling him out. I had to give him a, a warning. It went through HR and all that stuff. He ended up doing it again, like a couple months later. And I told him, I was like, dude, you know I'm going to come back on your ass. Like, I don't care if you need the day off. And this guy's got really good attendance. Like, re- he's reliable pretty much outside. Just of this. let you know. Just let, let me let know. If you don't let me yeah. know, you're not like do yourself the favor. You don't want me to come after you. I don't want to come after you. But guess what, buddy? Warning again, you know. So it's like next time you're gone. Well, here's how it works, right? Yeah, Casper in the chat says it takes two seconds to send a text. A hundred percent. The thing is, is that if if you don't get called from your guy, someone's gonna say, "Hey, where's this dude?" To you, and you're gonna that's be exactly how it happened. That's exactly down. how it happened. Yeah, the guy was like, like uh, uh, "By uh, the uh, way, uh, uh, he's not here today," and I'm like. And we're doing working from home, right? So it's kind of hard to see. It's totally hard. Yeah. And I know this guy's a late night streamer too. So sometimes he goes to bed late. So like, I wasn't too sure, but he told me like, oh, I had to go to the hospital really quickly. And look, he forgot his keys. He forgot his wallet. Like he forgot his cell phone. He told me like, do you really forget all these things? I don't know, buddy. And he yeah, ended it sounds up. Sounds like it needs to be fired, Des. He ended up uh, <laughs> sending uh, a text because I have several leads on my project that are working. I have seventy had seventy testers, so I had one for every 10, 10 testers, so seven leads. He texted one of the leads on Facebook and said, "Hey, I'm not coming in today." At like towards the end of the shift, right? And his defense okay. to me later when I called him out was like, "Oh, well, I told one of the other leads on Facebook," and I said, "Well, first of all." Why do you tell me? And second of all, I thought you didn't have your phone. So I kind of caught him, right? So it's just like, I don't know. It's just the main main thing is, is like, I'm all for taking days off. Like, as long as you go in and you do your work and you're a good performer, yeah. like, I don't fucking care. But don't try to play me. Don't lie to me. Like, I don't know. As long as it's not always Fridays and Mondays. Like, if you're going to take a personal day, take a Tuesday, take a Thursday. You know, make it, make it seem a little bit plausible. Take two in a row. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Just... 
fucking yeah to be I honest this other guy in my team too he was like really 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 good but then all of a sudden like he takes he, he says he doesn't feel good and he takes about a week straight off and he has really bad like allergies and sinuses so he just uses that card every single time and like i'm patient but now i'm like dude well you're, you're probably not maybe you should be on a project that's less demanding and kind of shifted him onto another project allergies what a pussy uh chaos theory in the chat says asking about vacation isn't a bad thing it's smart to take a little break work-life balance is so important especially as a parent completely agree i'm just saying that i remember going to get jobs when i was younger or like yeah i guess i was younger because i haven't switched jobs in 16 years but i remember if you would ask like hey when's break at <laughs> they were just like there was like a stigma man you're like what well you want a break already was that me but it with you? Was that no? <laughs> remember no. We wor- remember I, we worked together in a dude, warehouse. That was the worst, dude. Yeah. That was the worst job ever, man. That killed that killed me emotionally. The fact that like we we were we were downtown unloading eighteen wheelers of furniture in the winter at five thirty. You like hung over half the time too, yeah. And it's just like empty boxes, stocking shelves, and they treated us like little bitches too. Like we worked bitches. at this. Uh, kind of banana republic i guess or what yeah, yeah i guess it was like a classy republic. furniture well, store it's called caban but it, it was a, it's from banana republic and now it's called banana republic they gave it the official name and there are rich snooty people i think j-bomb and i were the only straight people that actually worked there for the uh, out of the men and i don't know they just kind of like we were the bitches in the in the in the basement that did all the the heavy lifting while they fucking were like oh what was Dude, the guy who worked in horticulture his name joseph Joseph. <laughs> what a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, he was that guy was an asshole. It was crazy. I was there for a couple of years, um, but yeah, it was fucking tough. Uh, at least I kind of eventually had people to kind of do the work, so I kind of got away with a little bit more. It wasn't too bad. Some hot chicks worked there, but I remember when they gave me a raise, it was like I was so happy to make, I think it was like $10 an hour, and I was like, oh my God, it's the most I've ever made, and now I'm making like a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot more <laughs> than that, and I'm like... Dude, what they put me through back then for the amount I was making, like, I think about how I was a kid back then and like, oh my God, like kind of going back to the whole point of you're saying like, you wouldn't ask about certain things and now you want to know what your rights are and you're entitled to. And also like, I don't know, man, like, I don't know, some of these places, man, like you get, you go work there and also I'm like, oh, well, no, you only have two weeks of vacation. Sorry. But I think legally now you're supposed to have three weeks starting everywhere. Yeah. They're so. doing some switch for three weeks in the Quebec, but no, back then, I mean, it was different, right? It was a part-time job. So a part-time job was literally like you would walk in, the interview would be like on the floor of wherever you were going to work. And the guy's like, you have any experience? No. When can you start? You're like, <laughs> whenever. The guy's like, okay, grab a smock. You're, you're working now. And you're like, well, what the fuck? He's like, well, you don't want a job? Like, fuck. All right, let's go. And then, uh, yeah, I remember how top that, that job was too. Like you said, getting out, getting there at like four thirty in the morning, and I remember they were just abusing me, having me stay late, especially during the Christmas season, wrapping gifts. And I wanted a, a bump or a raise, and they couldn't give it to me. And they they were just being dicks. And then I think uh, we had hired somebody new to work in the basement with me and doing the shipping and receiving. And uh, one night, that guy was just like, let's go out. Let's just fuck these guys. Let's just go out tonight for, for a beer or two, and then we'll come back to work tomorrow, and everything will be okay. You know, let's, we just need a beer, guys. We went out, and we got shit-faced. We were drinking till like, 1 in the morning. I ended up getting back to my house, and I woke up at, like, 7. And the managers were <laughs> calling me. And it was like, where are you? 
you know, the, the truck was waiting for us and they took, they left with the shipment and, um, you know, like it really caused a lot of problems because they have hundreds, thousands of dollars. Those, some of those tables were thousands of dollars. I would just quit on the spot. <laughs> I didn't like, fuck you guys. I kind of was like in a panic. I needed the job. I kind of made up some lie or something like that, some bullshit. But then when I went in, I walked into the office and I remember Scott, uh, one of the managers, he's a nice guy, but he looked at me and I just smiled. And I gave him the keys and I said, here you go. Like, I don't want this. And you quit? No, I didn't want the responsibility of opening the store anymore. So one of them had to come in every morning at four and fucking see what it's like. And it was just a lot of stress off my shoulders, which was nice. And then eventually went bankrupt and I started testing video games on the side. And that's what led me into my industry where I'm at. Been for about 13 years now. So that was the last job you had before your career. That was, yeah, the last one before my career started in the gaming industry. Oh man, dude, that job, I was thankful that I got it because I was fucked. But if I had a list of the worst jobs I've ever had, that is definitely there. There was no, there was nothing about that job that was fun. Even though we worked together, it yeah. was like we got on the subway together at four thirty. No, in the it morning. definitely wasn't great for our relationship either. It man, was like say. we were both grumpy. We just put on headphones. We don't talk to each other. We go because, by the way, guys, we lived together uh, during this period, and then we would just go home and be like, we have to be in bed by eight because we're getting up at four. <laughs> but we wouldn't. This, we used to stay up late, and then we'd feel like shit in the morning. And then, like, I think at one point we were on the metro and just, like, sitting at opposite ends of the metro car or, like, <laughs> yeah, going at different times. We just wanted to not see each other for a bit or something. There was a point, yeah, where we wouldn't even get on the metro at the same time or leave work at the same time. I was like, fuck this, man. Until the one day you just fucking walked out. Um, yeah. But, man, you done. know what? To be honest with you, you weren't even the first person to walk out on that job. I think there was, like, at least I, two or three. So There was a period in my life where I, I couldn't I, – I was just so fucking – fucked mentally that i just walked on so many fucking jobs dude like no two weeks notice nothing and looking back i'm like oh man it's so brutal that i did that but uh it's just what i had to do at the time man. yeah no i totally got it one cool thing out of that is when they went bankrupt i got all kinds of like furniture that they were just like throwing out and like my dining room they had table, nice shit yeah my nice dining room shit. table was like 899 dollars and they're like well we got to get rid of it and like all the managers and shit were like i'm taking this i'm taking that so i got a bunch of cool like I don't know all kinds of cool stuff that I some of my some of it I still have. Um, there were some good parts of that, that job, but not one of my favorites. I can't know. I can't really think of what my least favorite job was. So I've done a quite a few. Um, I know what you, the best part about that job was for you, though. I don't know if we have to talk about it on air, but props to you, bro. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> you don't even remember, do you? No, I don't think so. So, like, this is like a high-end furniture store, guys. And, uh, like Des said... All the dudes working there were gay, and all the girls working there were tens. That was the only good perk of the job. And this son of a bitch, I find out a few years later that 
Well, he's a married man now, but if you catch what I'm putting down, <laughs> they, he they, did well. They had some amazingly beautiful women that worked there, man. I remember oh, they had yeah. one that worked there that, like, she smelled so good that Maria? every time she was around me, like, I would actually get, like, um, like not weak. I don't want to say weak of the knees and sound like butterflies, pussy. man. Yeah, man. You're like, oh, oh, oh. like Twitter paid it, I guess. Band. I'd, I I'd, I'd go back downstairs and I'd be like, yo, I talked to Maria in the elevator for a minute, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. <laughs> I'm, I'm in. in dude. I'm the only straight yeah. guy at this place, so my chances are exponentially higher. I just remember, like, because Des was my boss, and I'd be like, "Are we done down here?" He's like, "Yeah, go upstairs." And I go upstairs, and I think it was either Scott. Scott was the dude with the stupid beard, right? Like the oh. five o'clock shadow. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then Maria, the hot girl. Yeah, uh, Greek Maria. Oh my god! You'd have to go and kiss their ass to leave. You'd be like, Scott, Maria, can I leave? And they're like, Hmm, Scott. Is there anything you want fucking Bumblebee 1 to do? Like, go fucking throw out trash or cut up boxes? The only fun thing about that job was we got to destroy neon lights. Oh, yeah. And and I learned, the lesson that I learned was how discrepancies work with, like, uh, big box stores. If something comes with a scratch, destroy it. Yeah, we had to destroy it, guys. So we would get, like... couldn't take it home. Dude, we would get, like, $1,400 mirrors with like a nick in it and we just have to smash the shit of that thing put in boxes so there was that aspect that was kind of fun about it i don't even remember that big uh, cardboard room we had it was like a boiler room and we would just pack worst. cardboard I boxes hated it, in there dude. i hated it job. And once a week we had to pull them out and get them outside and tape yeah. them up and shit we worked with that spanish dude who had us over yeah remember he was that? actually a pretty cool guy he played guitar I don't he remember what right. Jonathan, I think his name was. Yeah, um, and then the other dude who was like a recovering drug addict. Yes, he ended up walking out too. He walked out well, too. I don't, I don't fucking blame yeah. him. Yeah, he was a messed up. Denny is his name. I remember he had a bandana on all the time. And he's yeah. always talking about like his daughter, his kids, and he couldn't see his kids. And like, he reminded me of like a real, uh, people aren't going to know Peter Gabriel, <laughs> but like he looked like a They're real. They're going to know Peter Gabriel. Yeah, I guess so. But great music. Dude, Cassifer with one of the best comments ever. J-Bomb was smashing the damaged furniture and Des was smashing the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> you're a fucker man you're a fucker it was but, uh it was all right oh dude that was like a little stroll down memory lane that was fun um but we are here to talk about wrestling something are we, we i don't know i'm really having i'm having time. a little bit of fun here but yeah there's not okay. too much going Let's on in wrestling. i'm not even prepared i don't got notes uh i've been watching wrestling i'll be honest with you I'm not enjoying it too much for the most part at least WWE main roster stuff um i'm really stoked for the rumble i like it oh hold on no i gotta cut you off the chat's got a bunch of questions for you. I Yeah, I bet I can read them all. <laughs> so, the, Chaos says, Dez was the plumber of the store, laying all the pipe. And then Irish Whip says, Dez, did you ever smash any of the chicks on the furniture in the store? No, no. <laughs> but you I never I, went back after hours and laid it out in La Caban? So... <sighs> there, was, there, there was... I went to a, my first rave when I was working there. And I remember I went straight from the rave to the store. And I had two people with, with one, of the, one of the girls I was with. And we opened up the store. One of the girls he was with. We, we opened up the store. And on the top floor, they had like, basically they would simulate rooms, I guess. Kind of like Ikea, right? You walk in and there's a Staged, bedroom. Yeah. There's a, a dining room. There's a living room. <clears throat> and I remember they had this big giant bed. So like there was a habit of like getting into bed. You know, uh, nothing really would happen just because cameras were fucking everywhere. But I wouldn't say it didn't help lead to other things, I guess you could say at the very least. So, yeah. I always pictured us turning the corner in horticulture and seeing Joseph. This guy, Joseph, okay? Like, he was 
how do we put this in today's day and age? Look, he was not a nice dude, so fuck him. But, I mean, he was nice, but he was a dick He could boss. be a total fucking dick, yeah, for sure, yeah. man. For sure, for sure. But he was extremely flamboyant. He's like, I'm Joseph from Horniculture. I work and out I two like, times okay. a day and have five coffees. Yeah, yeah, 20 dicks. Yeah. But not that there's anything wrong with it. But the thing is, is that I always pictured me turning the corner and him blowing somebody. <laughs> I remember you've been talking about that. And being like, I think you've been like, man, Joseph, just looking at him, I picture him like with a dick in his mouth. <laughs> nothing wrong, like, nothing wrong with it at all. I mean, I, we were also like fucking 20 years old, fucking dumb shit. We were, we're not 20. Shits. We were not 20. Yeah, really. yeah. We were eight, 17 or something. Eight, we were 18, 19 years yeah. old. Yeah. I guess I can't believe I can't believe that they were like, here's the keys to the store downtown. And like what you guys have to understand what this was. This was like an old bank converted into like an extremely high end furniture store. The roof alone is millions of dollars. Has so much gold and shit in it, man. Like, yeah, it's crazy. They gave me the fucking keys to this building. It's crazy. Yeah, I I still have the key to the elevator to the basement, by the way. I don't know (laughs) if it works, but part of me is like, I bet you it does still work. They had like uh, they had like such a variety of shit. They had the furniture. They had like food, like high end yeah, cookies, yeah. knickknacks, and crackers, like vases, and, and uh, I don't know clothes and all kinds of cool, interesting stuff. I mean, like I don't know. I didn't really buy much when I was there, but like I didn't buy anything. Like... I took some. I I took some food, and it wasn't good. It was like <laughs> shrimp puffs and stuff and it's like disgusting but i was just scorching that shit down in the basement man i hate that i hate that job man we had that <laughs> shitty radio that shitty radio dude we're like we're like five stories underground and they give us like a 1970s radio and the frequency was constant fuzz and they're like this is all you get no you're not you're not even joking i think if a, an atomic bomb would have went off that was like a bunker like we would have been pretty good down there i think I actually able was able to convince them to let me buy my own uh, radio eventually, and I made like discs, and that was my life. I was like, "What gets me up in the morning? I made a new C mix CD. I'm gonna play it, and I would try to put songs on to impress the girls and be like, "Oh, this is good." And like, I was like, "Yeah, the girls gonna love this song." And now I look back in hindsight, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm such a loser." <laughs> like, dude, you're not that big of a loser. You smashed a bunch of chicks there. Mm. You were like the fucking pimp, man. Well, I mean, look. Uh, not to discredit you, you had no competition there. Everybody else was blowing each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I didn't. I didn't last long there. No, that was one of those things where it was like I just I couldn't deal with it, man. Like you can talk to them, and then they would talk to me, and I'd just be like, we'd be so high too. Like the odd time we would smoke weed at like four in the morning and get on the metro and then smoke weed on break. It's just like bro. one cool thing about it though was like getting there on the street downtown Montreal in the heart, like the fucking heart of Montreal. Yeah, and there's no one, nothing, nothing anywhere. It's just like the sun's coming up and you're just alone in the streets. Like it's like you kind of are opening up the city. Like I don't know, it was pretty yeah. cool. It was pretty cool. It was cool, like especially when there was like a fresh snowfall. Like I remember all the albums that I was listening to during the mm-hmm. era. Of that job. Yeah, because you had the like music s- in order to keep sane. Yeah. I don't know if you were working there, but there was one day where I accidentally um, set the alarm off. I don't remember how I did that. I don't remember what happened or how I did it. I and, feel like I was there. And it wouldn't turn off. Like, it would yeah, not turn off. And I actually had to cut the wires or rip the wires out. That's what we ended up doing. And they ended up having to pay, like, hundreds of dollars to repair it and fix it. I thought that was pretty funny, too. Sounds like a shitty deal for them. It was going off right in the middle of downtown, just like fucking like bank sirens, like old school like bank robbery sirens, man. It was, oh, that was a 
really, really bad job. I had no good jobs in that city. We also worked together doing telemarketing. Oh, met some of the but, most fucked up people. Yeah, you smashed chicks at that job too. <laughs> You're I, a dick. I, I don't even remember. Dude, I remember. I remember okay, Juanita. So, I remember Juanita. Juanita was she the hot one? She was the one who like had. She was like the oh, the girl with the with the juicy juice. The she always had the juice from like the vegetable juice. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. I remember seeing her so, at Sears years later, too. We're, we're fucking 18-year-olds living in the city for the first time from the country. We, we read an article in a paper or, like, a little snippet in the classifieds for some sketchy-ass telemarketing job. We go in. Uh, we get trained in, like, an hour. And basically, at the end of the day, we, we work really hard for two or three days, and then our boss pretty much is like, so we do piles of cocaine. And we all fuck each other. And basically, all you have to do is get the customer to say yes three times. I don't care what the fuck you're, you're telling them. Get them to say a clear yes three times. And uh, I remember we ended up cutting out of work, uh, going to the casino with the yeah, boss. Yeah, the casino was an era. We were there for a bit. Yeah. It, it was teaching us how to count cards and play blackjack. And then, uh, what's his name? What was, the, what was that crazy guy's name? Rockwell? Rockwell. William Rockwell. Chris and Rockwell. Yeah. If you guys are still alive out there, I mean, I, one of them must be dead. I, don't, I know Rockwell cleaned his act up, uh, and he was super in love with that Sarah chick, which he was said was the most gorgeous girl he ever met. But, like, this girl was not— She was like a 3 on She 10. was like a 3 out of 10, yeah. But, like, good for her, him and her. Like, I'm glad. It's good that, you know. But uh, That guy was insane. He became a cricket player. No way. Yeah, oh, he, yeah. like, moved to Sri Lanka and became a cricket player. Jeez, he Dude, was... this guy was out of this world, man. He was so fucking strung out all the time. That was a weird era of our lives. Remember Dino and his nipple hair? <laughs> he was like, Dino. We got really yeah. drunk one night, and he's like, look at my nipples. Do I have hair? Is my nipple hair? I'm like, dude, that's, what are you, what? I know it sounds really gross to the listeners, but this guy was that was very- the That was the only job that I ever went out with coworkers and, like, partied with coworkers all the time. It was a party. <laughs> Fuck this for life. Anyways. We're 26 minutes in. Let's take our first break. When we come back, I guess we'll start talking about some wrestling stuff. And we got Royal Rumble in the docket. We got one episode before Rome. We do, and we're going to have uh, guys. Since it's one of the big four, we will do a pre-show and a post-show. Um, sucks we can't watch along. I was thinking maybe there's a way mm-hmm. we could do that, but well, uh, we could. We could jump in a Skype call. Even with us, you know, maybe uh, some other FPC uh, friends and amigos, we can watch together, stream it, or have some drinks. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, either way, we're going to have the pre-show. We're going to have the post-show, regardless. Um, and we mm-hmm. have Tribomania next week, guys. Tribomania ten this. Numero this. That's the big one, guys. On Thursday. Uh, yeah, we well, got then we, we got JP from Kayfabe we... Chronicles joining us. We got um, Chris Cass trying to regain his title, and we have Marty Vasquez defending his title against uh, those two individuals. So we'll see. It'll be fun. Is the card for Royal Rumble set? No, I mean like we have like two title title matches. I think uh, Drew versus Goldberg. We have uh, Roman versus Kevin Owens. And then I imagine we might get Sasha versus Carmella, uh, but that's mm. that's all I know so far. Maybe the U.S. Mm, title I was as well. We do predictions. Might do we we, we can we can do them doing for the pre-show. Oh, okay, we'll do, we'll yeah, do them at the pre-show. That. Okay, all right. Well, we'll take break, and uh, guys, when we come back, we'll talk about some shit. We'll talk about some shit. All right, we'll be right back after this. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Mr. Chaos. So sick of this whack rap. I see you whack, bitches acting like I'm going away. I'll be hearing to you haters quit showing your face. Can't be a Don Dada if we know that you're fake. Whole crew is full of pussies like a lesbian train. All claim to bust guns, couldn't tell me where the mad goes. Whack hoes getting wiped like assholes. I'm so sick of whack rap, it's the in and that's that. Real lyrics coming back so young and better face facts. You don't even want to see it, you don't really want to beef. I'm a sniper in the jungle and a hitter in the street. Just believe me when I say it, man, I'm telling the truth. Had the mic smell of death when I murdered the booth. Y'all done went and did it, so I had to kill it. Had me spitting hot fire like sriracha with it. I'ma drop the mic, let you have it back. Soaked it with the gasoline and now I lit the match. Another banger from Mr. Chaos. That one's nice. That one's nice. It's fire. Yeah. No wonder he lit the match. Damn, okay. like a lesbian train. Before we left, Jay was saying, look, we're going to get into some wrestling soon, and we're going to talk some shit, and uh, it made me think of something. I have gone ahead, and I've made the leap, and I've made an investment, and I'd like all of you guys to know that I now have a bidet. I'm so fucking jealous. And it is what the wonderful. Fuck? Like it is wonderful. Did you get one of those ones that like is convertible? Like you put it onto your current Pussy, toilet? Yeah, yeah. So I don't know how much longer I'm gonna be staying at my house, maybe a couple more years at max. Um but when I do move into uh, my new house, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna get like one of those like heated seats, like all out, like five, six hundred bucks on a toilet. I'm gonna go. Uh you're dreaming if you're thinking you're only spending. Five I've seen, or I've seen, I've seen, so, I've seen some. Okay, uh, right now, what I have now is it's kind of like you put it on your toilet seat in the bottom, and it kind of it's just, it's just perfect. I don't know how it just knows exactly what your butthole is. It's just dead on, uh, and uh, you can connect it to your hot water pipe and all that shit if you want to. Uh, but anyways, fucking fantastic, good for the environment, uh, and dude, Japan ruined me. It's just like these things are fucking awesome. So you're sitting there with a perfectly clean butthole right now. Yeah. As, as 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 perfect as possible, uh, man. Though I haven't connected the hot water yet, so like when I do put the cold water <gasps> what? on, you need that. What's that? You need the warm water. Well, yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, it's going to be basically the temperature of your water, right? But since it's cold here in Canada, it's fucking freezing cold. Uh, my pipes are cold, so fuck that shit is pretty icy when you when you spray it. So it wakes you up right in the butthole. <laughs> Actually, hurts. It's so cold. It causes pain. <laughs> Dudes in the. You know, Irish Whip says, wow, you guys are so French. Here's the thing. When I went to Hawaii, I go in the room and I see this, like, screen beside my toilet. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm pretty sure I texted you. You're like, dude, you're going to have the best 10 days of butthole ever. And honestly, it's the greatest fucking thing to ever exist. Yep. And you're always, like, you sit down for the first time and you're like, you're really kind of, you know, we're, we're proud men. We don't want anybody touching our butts but ourselves. 
and you no, have this. I'm down for some butt stuff. This water jet that's gonna, you know, shoot right up your butt, and you press that button, and you're just that brief moment of okay, okay, press, and you're like, uh, uh, oh, oh, you know, that's that's kind of that's kind of how it works. So. Uh, Rucker just joined the chat. When you, you, he's talking about a bidet. He's not talking about another dude. So don't worry, dude. Um, but yeah, bidets are great, man. Uh, I'm jealous. And I'm going to use it next time I come to your house. Cool. Hey, but you said last uh, episode that you never shit in your friends' houses. So now you're going to just do uh, just the Who says I got to take a shit? I'm just going to come over <laughs> and wash my ass. Just going to go. <laughs> uh, Jay, uh, you've been here an hour. You've been on the toilet uh, three times. Yeah. No, it's man. It's feeling, pretty, pretty man. affordable, too. It's not that expensive, and you just strap it on. But, yeah, I've been doing some stuff to keep myself busy during my vacation. Uh, been playing some games. Started started the Final Fantasy VII remake. Finally, it's really good. Um, what else have I been doing, man? I thought you'd already played that. I bought it, but I haven't played it yet. So I was finishing okay. Duke Nukem up. Oh, not Duke Nukem, uh, Doom. And um, and I'm watching shit on Netflix. Watching shit on Netflix. Finishing up Cobra Kai. Also, I have a. I've started an addiction to uh, getting more and more figures. Uh, it's bad. Yeah, there's a bunch of shit behind you. What do you got there? Oh, it's bad, man. Um, so it's basically I'm I'm going after stuff that's nostalgic towards me or things that I enjoy. So you know, I've I've presented a few of the Beast Wars masterpiece figures I have. They're over there. I might add to that collection. Uh, but I have been building on my Ninja Turtle collection. Obviously, you guys, if you've been seeing the stream live, um, it's quite clear I got a bunch of them around. Uh, but they've been coming out with like remakes of the '90s toys. Uh, I'm, well, I'm not going to grab them and, and show them right now. But um, basically, more and more and more, and then just more. And I want to get WWE figures too as well. But it's a fucking expensive habit, and it's easy to add up because you're like, well, I'll just get this one, and I'll get that one, and I'll get this one, and I'll get that one. And it, I actually spent, I went on my first uh, live auction the other day. This guy basically has these toys. He pulls it out and you're all watching it and you can actually like auction live. And it's pretty cool because he shows you like all this vintage stuff. And Sweet. man, I had such an amazing toy collection when I was young. Like if I kept the box I had, I could have sold a bunch of them for like hundreds of dollars. My dad fucking just threw it away or gave it away one day and really, really still pissed at him to this day for it because like cement- sentimental reasons, but like very, very valuable toys in there. Um, so some of them I'm, I'm looking to get are kind of like ones I remember I had as a kid that I'm finding good deals on. So, um, yeah, Irish is asking if you've, ever, do you have any actual nineties ones? Like ones that you bought back then left, uh, wrestlers. I don't anymore. My dad gave them all away. So that's kind of was the heartbreaking thing about it. Um, I still have mine. I think I have like one or two rubber run ones. I think like the rubber ones, like I think I have a British bulldog and a Jake the snake. Um, but now I'm mainly just kind of getting like the, the elite figures. I like the ones that are really detailed. Um, like, uh, I got the Yoshirai one. I really wanted to get the Shawn Michaels survivor series one. I know Rucker's like fuck HBK, uh, but I liked it. And, uh, I want to get a good Bret Hart one and the obviously Oscar, I I but like right now I'm just completing my, my turtles set because they have a few different ones. They have, uh, this is nerdy. I know. But if you guys played the Super Nintendo game Turtles in Time, there's a specific um, toy line where they're pixelated. So I'm finishing that one up. And then they have the the 1990s NECA ones where it's like movie accurate. So I'm getting all those. I pretty much have that done. I'm gonna Is get that the, the big one you have of Raph? I have the big one of Raph. I have them all small. I have Shredder. Okay. I have Tokon Ray. Check this shit out. Look at this. Grab that ocarina while you're there. Oh, you can't hear me. What are you? What are you? This guy's toys. What's up? Everyone's so toys. Yo, grab the ocarina at the same time. 
those of you actually watching here, like, I don't know if you remember Turtles and Turtles 2, but here you go. You got Toka and Razor. Do you remember these guys? I do not. No? These guys no. are fucking massive. The detail they put into them, like, you can articulate them. You can open their mouths and stuff. Like, pretty cool. So this is from the movie line. Um, these are very, very rare to come by. I had to pre-order them. So just kind of finishing off that series of the movies. And then they have these. Baby Yoda. That's lame. Oh, don't fuck up your set. Yeah, these which are basically exact remakes of the 1980s toys, but they made them like giant and like a lot better quality. So I'm just trying to get like the brothers and stuff. So, you know, casually just spending some money there. Um, but uh, I'm trying to be conservative because I also want to buy, I want to I build a deck, a patio in the spring. So grab that ocarina. Does that thing actually play? Oh, yeah. Hold on. Uh, like, can you blow into it? This right here? Can you can you blow into it? Uh, you can't. So I have an actual like real ocarina somewhere where you can blow into it and play. This is actually from Zelda. Uh, I don't know if it's on or not. But like if you, you can like, let me see. So you can actually play on it. Oh, that's amazing. And if you actually play one of the songs from the from the game itself, let's see if I can remember one. Hold on. I think it's a fail. Yeah. <laughs> we can't hear shit. We can't hear it. I believe you, though. Oh, there it is. No, I can't hear it. Anyways, <laughs> uh, I'm a nerd. Video games, he, cartoons, gaming. You and Kayfabe. You and Kayfabe should do like a whole special showing off all your crazy shit. We've talked about that. Uh, definitely. It could be some more content to add to Talkmania. Uh, we're talking about how we haven't done too much lately. So we want to pick that up for sure. I got my new PC. Uh, J-Bomb's going to show me OBS. And uh, yeah, man, I, I'd love to do something like that. Go over some old games and stuff like that, too. And, uh, yeah, bring you guys more content for those of you who like gaming. Expand our horizons. The, the only thing I've bought on COVID is clothes. I bought a couple pairs of shoes. And today I got uh, a smartwatch because I'm a fat fuck. And I need to make some changes in life. Did the smartwatch tell you that you're a fat fuck? Is that why it's smart? Well, I just got it today. It's telling me I got to, like, do stuff. But uh, Dr. K, I spoke to him again today. I had to do a second blood test for my liver. And it came back because I was like four times over the max limit you're supposed to be. Surprise. And yeah. So he's like, okay, don't drink for two weeks. Redo it. I did it. Here we are today. He goes, okay, your numbers are getting better, but you're still like twice as high as you should be. So I told him I wasn't going to drink till March, and he thinks that's a good idea. So I'm going to do another blood test at the end of February and see if I'm dying <laughs> or if it's completely related to alcohol. Um, so you literally have been drinking straight up? I haven't drinking in three weeks. Oh, cool, man. I actually drank um, two nights ago for the first time since Christmas and New Year's Eve. Mm. So it was spectacular. Yeah, Dude, I I'm telling it. you, man, when you go a long time without drinking and then you have a couple beers, it's like such a fucking good event. But then when I do it every Is day, it? I'm fucking miserable. Nah, man. When I wake up hungover every day or like I just start beating on myself too, it's like, oh, you yeah. know, like especially when I'm not feeling good, then I drink and I feel like even worse and I have nobody to blame but myself, you know, like. I don't know. I'm not like it's hard for me to drink every day um, because it fucking takes its toll on me physically and mentally. But uh, I like to drink. Yeah. Uh, the, the thing I noticed the most is I could actually sleep. I can go to bed at like 1230 now. 
instead oh, of yeah. like and I, and, and I'd be, I would wake up a lot I guess clear more clear minded and like instead of like dragging my ass out of bed at 10 30 and you know like oh you know I can actually get up at like 10 and like okay grab be more helpful at home you know with the child and stuff mm-hmm. too so being a better father I guess <laughs> I think I'm less angry. I think I'm less angry. I can't really tell. Or if I'm just better at, like, keeping it deep down. Yeah. And eventually I'll rage. But I but, like to Yo, drink. these watches are pretty cool, man. My heart rate, though, it's high. I'm a, I have a resting heart rate of 100. I uh, I saw Dr. Cat as well uh, last week, actually. I went and saw him. And I'm going for a blood test tomorrow to see if I am gluten intolerant. Check out my gluten tolerance. I know I'm you not. Can do that? Yeah, yeah. They can give you a test. So I know I'm I'm probably not. So it's just going to be an annoying blood test to have to go to tomorrow. But at least we're fi- at least we're finding out more data. That's kind of the the point. So yeah, um, yeah. So yeah, doctors. COVID living is just it's killing me, man. Fuck. Honestly, there's nothing to do. Every every night I go downstairs, I go, "What do you want to do?" To my wife, and she's like, "I don't fucking know." I end up just playing Apex all the time. I bought so much shit, dude. I bought two new lights. I got a new microphone coming. I bought a new mixer, new headphones, shoes, watch. I'm just spending money because, like, I'm not spending it at the bar. I'm not spending it anywhere else. You talk about the economy, you know, suffering. It's like, I don't know. I've been buying more. You've been buying more. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sitting there going, like, yo, I don't spend money anywhere. So, like, I've got an abundance of it at at this moment, and I'm like, I might as well spend it. It's it's tough, too, because, like, I didn't really go out as much um, before anyways, and now – uh, we have this 8 p.m. curfew, and, like, it's no joke. Like, they will ticket you. And even the people that have, like, the passes, like, oh, I'm working at night or whatever, they often don't believe you. They'll still give you the ticket. Like, you can test it in court, all that yeah, shit. Yeah, you got to prove it after the fact. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. bullshit. Yeah, it is stupid. Um, but, again, I mean, I think a big part of it is they want to protect the elderly. you going to see your elderly folk late at night? I'm not. Uh, but also overloading the hospitals. I think that's a big part of it as well. They don't want everybody to get sick and overload the hospitals. I think it's bullshit. <clears throat> well, I mean... They are, the, I think it's bullshit. The hospitals are overloaded. Um, yeah, they're overloaded in the city, but just fucking expand. They're planning the shit. Did Dr. K tell you how pissed he was about everything? He well, went off, man. He was telling me that he doesn't know, even know when he's getting his vaccination, and he's trying to figure yeah, he that told, out. He, he said Montreal, uh, sorry, Canada, he hates Justin Trudeau. He hates him. He told me he was a fucking Trump supporter while we were there. Not this time, but the first time. Oh, interesting. Yeah. He's like, the guy's got to go now, but he's like, I would still take him at this point over Justin Trudeau. And I was like, I was like, yo, you're uh, divulging quite a bit of information here. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. But also uh, like, come on, like uh, party aside, it's like, I don't want, I don't want Trump over Trudeau. (laughs) It was like the weirdest feeling. I'm sitting there like, uh, can you just check if I'm okay? He's like going off about politics and shit. Cause usually he's a pretty like professional doctor the one thing he said to me when he took me on as a client the first time was saying like i'm glad you're not related to justin morneau otherwise i might not might not have taken you on as a client and justin morneau was like the financial secretary of canada or some shit uh you know had his hand in every pocket and was a fucking douchebag you know like a lot like dude 80 percent of politicians liars right you know like so i mean like but I don't know. You know, I try to I try to not be political about things, and especially when you're getting your nuts checked at the doctor's office. <laughs> he's the like, fuck? It. It's like he's you like, will by the be way, Trump uh, support. mega balls. Yeah. Like you're not going to argue with the guy. He's got your balls in his hands. You're not going to be start saying like, oh no, I should have been Hillary. No, you're going to get your balls ripped off, man. You just, you just agree, you nod, and then you just you know you you think about maybe not going back. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It is what it is. Uh, okay, so let's take our second break. We'll come back. 
you want to talk any wrestling? Because like we'll, wrestling, we'll, we'll talk about a bit of wrestling. I promise, guys. We'll try to get into some wrestling. Because I'm not gonna lie, like I'm I'm happy that you feel the same way. I can't wait for Rumble because, like, the whole wrestling industry I find is like they're either exhausted or they're just waiting for something to change because, like, nothing's going on that's interesting. I mean, people would you know be devil's advocate or at least you know rebuttal and say the whole AW TNA Impact thing. Um, is keeping things fresh and interesting. And although I like the concept, I think it's awesome. Eh, you know, like it really, I haven't seen too much crossover outside of, you know, the Good Brothers. And it's the Bullet Club thing. That's it. Yeah. And like, even like the Good Brothers, like I'm one of those people that never really watched them too much in Impact. Um, so I never really like, I don't think they're, I think they're overhyped. I think they're overrated, to be honest with you. That's just, for, that's just my opinion. And then having them come into AEW and be the main event of an AEW show or pay-per-view or whatever, it's just taken away from the other talent. Like, the the roster's so large, so vast on AEW now. They've got so much talent there. And then you have AEW people, uh, Impact people coming in there and just, like, taking spots. And that's, like, that frustrates me even more. Like, I don't know. I I think the eventual payoff is some sort of reunion across uh, different promotions of Bullet Club. I think you're going to see some New Japan. I think you're going to see them all talking without talking to each other throughout the promotions. And I think that's the big payoff. And I think that is cool. I think a lot of fans, uh, you know, a lot of people that are AEW fanatics probably are because of everything that happened in New Japan with the Elite, with the Bullet Club. So that is interesting, but still not interesting enough to get me to tune in because I just, I don't even know what the next pay-per-view is in AEW, man. Uh, they have that. I had to look it up before the show. They have like the the beach bachelor placement, like beach party, and now they're calling it instead of the bachelor right. beach, calling it beach party. And then they're doing um, re- I don't want to say rebellion. I want to say retribution. Uh, uh, no, it's basically uh, they announced it today that Sting would return. Yeah, and, Sting's supposed to be with Darby Allen. Yeah, he's gonna fight. he's gonna wrestle in a tag match with Darby it's- Allen. And uh, it's going to be a street fight with uh, Brian Cage and I think Ricky Starks. Rebellion? So, is it Rebellion? I can't. I, I don't. Revolution. Know. Revolution. Is that it? Yeah, that's, that's it. it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. Thanks, guys. Um, so yeah, we'll see. It's remember, it's Sting's first big match since uh, his match with Seth Rollins, where he injured his neck. Uh, I guess with a street fight, you can do a little bit more. He can fight on the outside. Uh, maybe somebody will incapacitate Sting or something in the beginning. So it's he's going to get like four two. moves done to him and just rest. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> And then try to hide his hairline the whole time or something. I don't know. Um, uh, we'll Rucker's see, asking we'll if we see. could talk about if we could talk about the ending of AJ versus Ricochet. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll take our break. And then Great we'll come match. Back. Good match. I can't believe Ricochet is not going to be in the Rumble. Okay, yeah, right. Yeah, of course He'll you will. There. He'll be there. All right, guys. We'll take a break. We'll come back. This is episode 185 of Talk Mania. Uh, we'll be back right after this. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
It's the crew of the year that y'all loving to hate. If you fucking with the team, you catch a boot to the face. Rebound from the boot, I hit the Irish whip. Don't be mad, cause we know your podcast ain't shit. Stop hating, motherfucker, you know he the man. RJ gon' hit you with that ringside rant. And them two hard hitters repping Montreal. Godfathers of the crew, making sure we ball. If you still wanna hate, it's no saving ya. You might get beat down on talk of mania. Listen to the whole team across body of work. It'll make you realize. That you should have been first And me, I cause chaos everywhere that I go 80 proof and no less got me ready to throw Don't step to the mic unless you want that smoke FPC, the whole team is like a knife to your throat Yeah! <clears throat> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen Episode 185 of Talkomania 15 away from the big 200 and here we are, almost an hour into it, and we haven't talked about wrestling at all. I kind of like it. I do, too. It was good. It was Takamania. We're talking. We're reminiscing. We should do this more often. I can't... You know what? I'm really looking forward to the pre-show, though, of Royal Rumble, because like I want to I wanna predict who's going to be out first, who's going to be out second, who's going to be 30, who's going to be the final four, who's going to be the final game, two. We used to play an awesome drinking game, man. We used to play a really fun drinking game where we would pick numbers, and then that would be our superstar. Whenever our superstar would eliminate one of another superstar, like... If your if your superstar got eliminated, you'd have to drink. I don't even remember. We were so drunk. You would pick a number, and if whoever came out in that position, let's say seventeen, every time, let's say it's Kane. Every time Kane eliminates somebody else, everybody has to drink yeah. except the person who drew seventeen. Right. Yeah, it was nice. And then you yeah, would drew, draw a lucky number for the winning number, and yeah, we had a whole bunch of stupid ass. Rules I think last year sense. you got like Jinder Mahal and a, and No Way Jose, horrid. and like it was like the worst picks. Yeah, I think I think my best pick was. Uh, the girl from the crazy chick that's with Alexa used to be with Alexa Bliss. Oh, Nikki Cross. Yeah. 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 I was like, oh, damn, it's Nikki. I'm excited though. Looking at the women's Royal Rumble this year, I mean, like they haven't even really announced too many people in it to begin with. Uh, we got what, Shayna Baszler, Bliss, Peyton Royce, uh, Dana Brooke, Mandy Rose, Bailey, Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, and Nia Jax. So they still have a lot of people, nine, nine entries. That's nine people have been announced out of 30. Like we have so many possible other people like Chelsea Green can make her return. Uh, she's she, still hurt. No, uh, she showed uh, on an Instagram, like a picture of her ring gear. So I think she's going to be back soon. Uh, okay. I wouldn't be surprised if you would see her cause they need 30 women, right? Like that's, that's a lot women. So uh, I would be surprised to see her. Uh, Eva Marie, apparently, uh, they're saying that she is back. They're just waiting to put her somewhere. I know J-Bomb's waiting for her to show up. Uh, maybe she'll have a wardrobe malfunction on the way out. I hope. I hope. But uh, get ready for her to come in. And, like, it's so funny because they have so much. Uh, right now, like, we're talking about the women in wrestling. And, like, you know, uh, Impact have great knockouts. AW taking baby steps, Kenny, so to speak. But if you look at the roster in the WWE, the women, NXT, WWE, whatever you want to call it, Fuck, man. Like, amazing talent. They're just getting more and more people in there. Um, you know, love them or hate them. Uh, it's crazy. But it makes you think when you have Chelsea Green coming, you have Eva Marie coming, uh, you have uh, even uh, Taya Val- Val- Valkyrie. She's done with Impact. So you have to think she's going to come to WWE because John Morrison, right? Like, yeah. she's never done WWE. She's at the end of her career. Why not come in and do some things? She could probably be somebody that can come in and have a few good years. Um, great programs with people. I like it because it has been four horsewomen forever. Um, I'm not shitting on them, but I want to see more, more of the women, you know, more diversity, more 
you know, green matchups. Um, we'll probably see EO. Ripley's going to make an appearance, no doubt. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, like, we've even had uh, Kyrie Sane uh, posting images of her and her gear. I wouldn't mind her coming back. Doubt it. That'd be great. I'd, I'd like her to be back. Yeah. And then, what about what about Becky? Yeah, if that's the name everybody's talking about, right? Like, is she going to be back in the Rumble? Um, I think, if anything, like, if she's not going to be in the Rumble, she should announce it. Because otherwise, people are going to shit and be like, oh, what the fuck? Becky didn't come back? Oh, there's no Becky? It's like, she should just say, like, guys, I'm not back yet. Or the or the man's not back yet. Or something like that. Yeah, but if she says that, bro, people are going to be like, it's a work. Yeah, and then if she's yeah. not back, it's going to be even worse. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But I don't know. She clearly sets it because people are going to be expecting it. Some people think, I imagine they're going to think she's number 30. And that number 30 is going to hit. And it's going to be like Dana Brooke. And people are going to be like, oh, no. You can look, but you can't oh, touch. God. I'm sure they're going to be in it. I'm sure they're going to be in it. Um, you know, so good for them. Okay, so if Becky doesn't do Rumble, is there a shot that Becky does Mania? I think Becky's going to do next year. Honestly, like, what? Like, she is. She was so smart to go out on top. I mean, like, I know she got pregnant, so I guess she didn't yeah. kind of have a choice. But, like, she went out red hot, you know, like. She could have continued to go, and her career kind of could have sizzled her popularity. Uh, she's red hot. She could go on a part-time schedule now if she wanted to and you know, definitely had put in like whatever accolades or work needed to do that. Um, she can come back whenever the hell she wants to, maybe SummerSlam, um, maybe next year's Royal Rumble. I don't know. I just don't expect it to be so soon, but I would love to see it. I would love to see Becky come back, win, and take on like Sasha or some shit, but having Becky win two years ago, um, I think it's time for somebody else to win now. Uh, I kind of in the back of my mind feel like this could be the year of maybe Bianca Belair um, or Ripley if she's, if she's going to come back and be a force in the main roster. But I also have to imagine that all four horsewomen will win it at some point. This could be a very good year for Bailey to win it because then she goes on to WrestleMania when the fans are going to be back and have Bailey versus Sasha one-on-one, that match they wanted to have last year that didn't happen. Um, so it could be a really easy thing to do. And honestly, Bailey's had so much development over the past year, and you know she's done a solid job. I watched her on the Stone Cold podcast, really good episode. Um, ding dong, ding dong. Oh, dude, it works. I hate these talk shows. First of all, I think they're all like Alexa Bliss's playground and KO show, and like they're all I like them, but like there's so many of them, and I was like, oh no, another one of these fucking things. And it was good. And I remember Bianca came down. And I was like, she better make Bianca better make Bianca go behind that door. And have to come to the door, and she did. Um, it was good. I, I like Bailey a lot. Uh, she's really fun, really funny. And um, if she wins, all right, you know. But like, I just think like all the work and development she's put into, it could be a good year to kind of give that to her and have her face off against Sasha in that match. Maybe put Bianca in there, make it a three way. I don't know. But uh, Rucker in the chats throwing some shade said the first women's rumble was so good until Oscar won. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think he's just trying to get to me right at this point. <laughs> the I, I read a rumor that they're expecting 50,000 fans at WrestleMania. Uh, how are they gonna, I don't know how they're going to do it. Maybe 25,000 people a day? It's two days? Yeah. Ugh. Well, if the stadium holds 80,000, you can easily put 25,000. Yeah, I'm not sure. Dude, I separate. think it's awesome. I think it's great to have fans back. I'm really excited. That energy, uh, having that vaccine help us all get through the last leg of this shit. I know we're hopefully vaccinations and all that shit will be done by the end of the year at the latest. Um, I don't know. I'm being optimistic. Not happening. I'm being optimistic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but hopefully this will help, you know, give us a little bit of a reboost energy um, and set things in the right direction. 
you know, I don't know. I guess they're just like, fuck I it. hope so. Let's I hope so. I hope you're right. Yeah. I'm, I'm being negative for sure. But I mean, Trudeau is trying to say that we'll all be vaccinated by September. And I'm like, no, we won't. Well, the only reason Not I'm kidding. kind of hopeful for that is Quebec's doing a lot better than most of the other provinces. But now they said that they're missing a ship or they're waiting on a shipment. So uh, they say like September and it'll probably be end of year. I, I don't know, man. Either way. Um, Put it in my veins. I'm ready. Yeah. Same here, Let's man. Go. I don't fucking care if it lets me get out, you know, like, let's just fucking do this, man. Uh, but yeah, I won't be going to WrestleMania this year, obviously. And um, then we have Texas the year after then LA. So maybe LA could be a fun one. I think that's where Roman now is hinting. He wants to face the rock at WrestleMania 39. They're planning two, three years down the line. It's crazy. Whatever. I'll take it, man. As long as we get Roman the rock, eventually I want to go to Royal rumble. If, if this is done, <clears throat> 2022, Let's go to Royal Rumble, man. We'll see. We'll see where it is. We'll see where the world's at and how COVID's fucking going on and shit. If I have my vaccination, I don't see why not. Yeah. I'd love I want to do, do it because I just want to like, I want to, I want to count down from 10, man. Drink a beer every time somebody comes out and just fucking get rip roared. It's funny because you have all these people who could do all these debuts, right? The wrestlers. And I just, I go back and I watch these like debuts, like, you know, or returns. I was watching videos today with Edge. You know, even Diesel got a huge pop. And then AJ Styles is one that I actually go back once in a while just because of his debut was really, really a good kept secret. Uh, something that's very rare in the WWE. And then having him kind of, you know, I am phenomenal. The crowd exploding, him walking out. It's just a fucking good moment. You have all these people who could be debuting, you know, like uh, we're talking about uh, um, uh, P- Priscilla, Priscilla Kelly, right? Uh, she's Marty she's girl. Yeah, yeah, that's it, Marty Skrull, right? Like, all these people that are coming into the WWE, which would have a bigger reaction, and they're not going to have any reaction, right? So Yeah, but they could pipe it in, and I think it's just as good. I guess. If, because, dude, the new cameras are ridiculous. I, that was one of my... If I had, like, four points written down so far this week. Those cameras, when I saw Ricochet come out this week, I was like, I thought it was a video game. And yeah. then I watched Oscar come out, and I'm like... What is this, man? This is like 8K or something. I don't know what this is. It's like a, a different focal lens, and it's just phenomenal. Yeah, it's dreamy. It's like, it looks great. Yeah, it's really, Roman really Reigns weird. looked so good coming out. There was a gif of him on uh, Twitter, him with uh, Paul Heyman and, and Uso, and fuck, did it look good, man. What do you I th- think Uso is going to go deep in this Rumble, man. I really do. I think he's going to be I, I'm saying it now is going to be Final Four. Yeah, he could be. I could see. I think he even went deep, like in a previous rumble too. I, I think, like, I don't know. I, I could definitely see that happening. Uh, I like what he's been doing. I love, man. I was on the Thunderdome a couple weeks ago doing during the match with Shinsuke Nakamura versus Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan putting people over the past two weeks. He did it with Nakamura. Did it with Cesaro this past week, um, dude. Nakamura went went through the whole gauntlet. That was fucking great, man. He's, he, they, they did, they, he went in as a bad guy and ended up as a good guy by the end of it. Really, cool. really great. Um, having these big wins as well, too. Like, clean wins. I love heels over uh, over good guys' clean wins. Like, we need more fucking of that. Fucking right. We need more of that. Um, so now we have Cesaro, uh, who ended up going over Daniel Bryan, but still seems to be on, on that kind of bad guy side. So I have to think, like, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, well, Look at the way they're pushing Nakamura. You know, maybe he's going to win the Royal Rumble, although he's already won. So right away, I'm like, I don't think so. No chance. Um, all I think this is leading towards is for Cesaro's going to throw Nakamura out of the Royal Rumble. And oh, yeah. it's going to lead towards Cesaro versus Nakamura. Hey, Cesaro, Cesaro versus Nakamura in like an opening match at WrestleMania or even pre-card. I'm, I'm in for not it, Not pre-card. But uh, I don't know. Nakamura will eventually go over and then he'll move back into like, I guess, mid-cards or I mean, 
mid-title slash world title picture. I don't know, man. I, I want to see Nakamura get like one run with the title before he's done. Um, nah. They really kind of just let him go to waste, I guess. You know, I know he's not the best, but I would have thought he'd be champion by now, you know? and uh, He's a great NXT. They switched him back to his old theme song too, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I know. So what happened at the end of AJ and Ricochet? What's the record talking about? Because I didn't watch it. Oh, you didn't see it? Okay, so um, let me see if I can find the gift for you while we're talking. So basically, they had a match, and the match was going to determine if Ricochet was going to be in the Royal Rumble. A lot of people were declaring themselves in the Royal Rumble, and this was a match where he actually had to qualify into it. So So typical WWE logic, right? Yeah, yeah. well, it's funny because Adam (laughs) Pearce was joking about it, um, saying, like, kind of like... uh, kind of saying how some people are allowed to just declare themselves and how some people have to earn it. Anyways, uh, they had a fucking awesome match on Raw, uh, and then the finish was really cool. I just sent you the link, and basically it was like the setup going into the Styles Clash, which was like super innovative. AJ keeps finding these amazing ways to pull out the Styles Clash. Uh, you know, no shitting on Ricochet either. Both these guys are talented, and like, you know, for, for AJ to be creative and still going at the pace he's going at at his age, like, fucking impressive, so. Holy shit. Yeah, pretty cool. Bounce him off the ropes right into the uh, Styles Clash. Pretty fucking cool, man. Pretty, pretty, pretty innovative. I, I really wish I, I liked AJ more. I wish AJ had more free reign to do cooler shit, though. Like, He's pulling off these sweet moves, but it's still like the Styles Clash. When I watched him in TNA, when they had those ropes with the X, like the X Division or whatever it was, dude, it was fucking nuts, man, the stuff that this guy did. That is really cool. Yeah, really cool. Uh, so Ricochet's going to have to find another way. They keep teasing on him going heel, going in with Retribution. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think they know what's going to happen, uh, but no doubt with 30 people in there, they're not going to keep Ricochet off the card unless he pissed some people off. Um, yeah, but we'll have to wait and see. But one thing that's interesting to point out is we're talking about the Royal Rumble. I was reading that back, WWE Backstage is returning for a one-night only. Uh, Renee Young is going to be hosting it. Um, so J-Bomb's eyes are rolling. I don't know I if it is their way of just kind of keeping her around um, or a one-and-done. I think it's a one-and-done. So uh, interesting regardless. I just I thought it was interesting. I don't, I don't get the Renee hype, dude. I, I never minded her, and then she had her own show on the network. And it was just unbearable to watch. She was like, she's... <laughs> She pretend I don't know. Maybe maybe she's legit and I'm just an asshole, but like I don't buy that she's like a rock and roll chick. Like her and Dean Ambrose are cringy. I, I just can't I can't buy it. Like you can't be that cool and be a wrestler. Like that's just how I look at it. You know what is interesting too about Moxley is like um I I read last week on Moxley's in action. So I'm like, oh awesome. I'm going from NXT to AW this week. And I go over and I see Moxley wrestling. And he's wrestling, uh, yeah, again, and he, he, it's not the first time. Moxie quite often wrestles jobbers. Uh, and it's the whole WWE thing that I don't like, where they have them go against squash talents. Um, and it easily had me switch over to NXT and watch the show. And then I get lost in NXT, and it takes me longer to go back to AEW. So they have to be aware of that. People are going to be like, mm-hmm. Moxie versus, we know he's going to win. He's going to look great. He's going to give him the dirty deeds of the paradigm shift. Then he'll cut a promo on Omega, or Omega will come out. Uh, I don't know. Like, uh I don't dislike Moxley, but, like, it's doing nothing for me. And the, the, even the Omega uh, title reign is doing nothing for me. I don't like this whole heel thing that he's doing. I, I don't like the Good Brothers that much. Uh, but that's just me because I told you, like, I wasn't really – I didn't not a really not yeah. a really big follower of the Good Brothers. So um, – and then him winning and being the heel. I don't know. Young Bucks being – I don't know. It, yeah, I don't know. So it, The Inner Circle is, is fun. That, that shit's fun. I watch that every week. They all fought each other this they week. They all what fought the each other this week, yep. Uh, basically because they're fighting over to see who the true tag team is to go for the tag team titles. 
when it shouldn't be a conversation uh, because you have uh, Ortiz and um, and his partner basically who are a legitimate tag team. They should be your tag team. Uh, and then uh, Sammy, I like where we're going with him. He's obviously going to be a face eventually. Turn on Jericho. Um, Jericho and MJF, I kind of like together. But man, Jericho looked like crap. I don't we go back and watch this match. That he, line salt was brutal. He was so gassed, like immediately in this match, just not able to hang in there. And I think He's like going to rehab, man. I guarantee that. I, I, I kind of think like he like you can kind of tell when he gets bloated a bit. You know, he kind of gets bloated and then thins out and gets bloated and thinned out and. Um, I don't Binging. know. Man. <laughs> Trust me, I know. <laughs> I'm the I'm the Ayatollah of Rock and Roll of Podcasts, and uh, I could fucking tell you he's been binging. Yeah, I don't know, man. But yeah, that looked like a nasty line salt. Um I, I mean I, I find him entertaining, you know. Sometimes he can be a bit of a dick with his opinions, but you know, yeah. for the most part. I mean I still like Jericho, he's still Jericho. Yeah. Is he the Jericho that was, you know, the list and and the best friends? No. That was, I think, one of the greatest runs of Jericho's career. Um, but he's still entertaining. I'm always going to respect the guy. But the inner circle has kind of run its course for me. AEW has kind of run its course for me a bit because I'm 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 watching too much wrestling going, too now much going on. from pay per view to pay per view, and I'm absolutely reading results. I'm checking online. I'm watching the gifts. I'm watching the highlights. I'm watching like wrap up shows on on YouTube and stuff like that. But there's nothing about AEW that's interesting. Like, I know WWE does too many pay-per-views. AEW does not enough. There needs to be a balance in that middle. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And it's fine, like, it's funny because AEW puts on decent, pretty entertaining weekly episode episodes, like the TV show. I like it. They're, they're pretty good, well put together for the most part. Uh, the WWE programming, SmackDown's been good, uh, but Raw, not at all for a while. No, it's yeah, it's, it's really bad. It's really bad. And, uh, but I like to watch WWE pay-per-views because I find like the most happens there. There's a lot of the stories are told in the matches. There have been really good yeah, for a long time. That's it. Yeah. And I find now with AW, they have good matches during the show. The pay-per-views I'm less invested in than WWE ones. So Me too. yeah, it's interesting to think. And like, I've been waiting for Britt Baker to take on Thunder Rosa. It feels like for two years now, they've been building this match up. They're finally going to finally get it. Uh, the wedding with Miro. How long does it take for that to draw out? That's and, still going on. Yeah. They're getting married in a couple of weeks. And honestly, like, you can't tell me Miro's getting better booking than he was in the WWE. Like, this is no, bad. It's not. Like, it is bad. It's almost worse. Yeah, almost it, worse. it is pretty bad. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, Hangman Page, like, we're with the Dark Order. Like, oh, come on, guys. Like, I don't know. Just, uh, it's yeah. It's a tough time. You know, usually we, we, we feel this around November. It's kind of dragged out. But, yeah, you, you know, you nailed it. WWE's pay-per-views are entertaining. They're honestly better if you don't watch the shows because I don't get to see the three or four matches that these two wrestlers do before the pay-per-view. So I'm getting Insta payoff. I'm not seeing the 50-50 booking. I'm not seeing, you know, who got the upper edge on Raw on the go-home show. The whole Adam Pierce thing where he's... I don't even know who Adam Pierce is. He's the, uh, he's the wrestler on the indie scene, but he's like I now know the, back, he is. He's I the just, backstage dude. Yeah. Who does all the match. I knew that he was good to fight Roman and then KO took his place for a rumble. Thank God. But like I, when you said that, uh, Omega was champion, I was like, Oh shit. Yeah. Omega is champion. Is Oscar still the yeah, rock? She's still champion? rock. You're going to make okay. fucking Rucker laugh in the chat. Cause we were having that conversation. She, she got beat by Alexa bliss. Yeah. Right, but look, look, let's talk about both champions here. Okay. <laughs> just so it feels bad too. Uh, but honestly, the SmackDown Women's Championship, like, such a big buildup. And Sasha's a fucking star. She's the boss. I'm not crapping on her. 
But like she's barely been on SmackDown. She's on she missed like one week of SmackDown altogether. Now she's been doing backstage segments, very short ones for the past two weeks. Uh why are the women the women's champions not really being heavily, you know, put out there? You know, I, I get the whole Oscar. They're waiting. I'm telling you, there's this like exhaustion that they're waiting for Rumble to be done, and then the big storylines leading into WrestleMania will go. I'm I I enjoy when champions don't fight. I don't like. But when aren't they even fight. On programming. I, I mean, like you know, like they should just be like shit talking, calling in, too cool for school. Remember, like the Rock used to do that. He would just be like on location and just be like. Wearing his million dollar shirts and just yeah, backstage well, having beers somewhere, rock, right? Yeah. Like I don't need to show up on Raw. I'm the fucking champ. Yeah. I'll see you at fucking Survivor Series. I mean, look. As for Oscar, like honestly, it's always a bitter pill to swallow. I watched the match and I'm like, this is fucking garbage. Um, but they really are investing in this Alexa Bliss character. The ending and, was cool, though, the way that she switched. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. I don't know how this is going to work with a live crowd. Half the it stuff they're doing. <laughs> the fire in Randy Orton's face. Like, Do you know that Randy Orton didn't even mention Alexa Bliss during his promo this week? He's wearing the, the fire burn mask. You see his nose all burned. Talks about entering the Royal Rumble. Doesn't even really talk about what happened to him or Alexa Bliss. And, like, that, that was kind of weird, I, I, I found. Uh, but then you have Oscar come out and, like, I don't know, during the whole, like, Oscar's English is bad. Her promos are bad. I'm telling you, like, I will say straight up, like, not good. And um, she tries. She puts in the effort. But I don't know, man. Just honestly, I love Zia Lee's gimmick so much. That is what you need Oscar to do. Just have be a badass ass kicker like she was in NXT. Zia wasn't even on NXT this past week. Like, I don't know if they've given up on that already. It's kind of disappointing. We just have her just be a fucking ass kicker. You, she, she became this comedy gimmick routine uh, during the COVID era where she's dancing and shit, and they can't fucking move past it. They look at these Joshi girls, and they're like, they think they're fucking anime characters. Go out there and be cute and bubbly and fucking funny. Dude, watch some of her matches with men. Uh, watch some of the other shit. She can be a fucking beast. Go, go out there. If this leads to her turning into Kana, like the fucking evil uh, Asuka against Bliss, that'd be fucking dope at WrestleMania. That would be a long game. It would be great. Um, but look, we know how they are with the four horsemen. They love Alexa Bliss. They want to make her look strong, incredible. Oscar's had a great. Uh, she, I can't complain. You know, she's had a definitely, a, a, definitely championships and all kinds of records and all the kinds of shit for her. Um, you know, at this point, she's got to maybe give back. She might be at the end of her career in a couple of years. So whatever. I'm not surprised that much. Just always fucking sucks to fucking see it, man. I always. Hate what, it. what if? What if she stays champ? Becky comes back and wins a rumble. It's this bitch. I mean, you a mania. Let's well, go. Becky will win, but that's uh, that's fine. But that's still good. I don't even like, care Asuka. when Oscar loses, man. To be honest with you, I just want a good match, and like, it's not believable with Bliss because you could fucking snap her in half. Um, but I don't know. I mean, here's what I think is obviously going to happen. I think it's going to be like like you said, they're they, they're going to wait for the Royal Rumble. But I think Oscar's going to drop that championship belt. I think Oscar's going to drop those tag team titles, and then she's going to be putting some fucking crap ass match at WrestleMania, which is going to be sad because it's like fuck, she worked her ass off during the COVID era, so I feel like she needs she deserves a little better. Maybe I'm jumping to conclusions, but we know they're defending the tag team titles against Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, um, so that's one thing. Uh, but there's a lot of cool tag teams on the horizon, anyways. So I don't know if they need to have both belts, her have both belts, but like they started planting these seeds with her and Charlotte again as well. Um, but are we going to go to WrestleMania just to have Charlotte beat Oscar again? Like, I don't even want that. I'd rather I'd rather have Oscar with no title <laughs> and in a pre-card match if it's going to be losing against Charlotte again. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of tag teams, we got the Dusty Rhodes over in NXT. Yeah. 
and Champa and Thatcher had that crazy fucking match. So what are they a tag team now in this tournament? Is this what uh, I'm reading? Let me see. I have the brackets here in front of me. Um, that I... pit match is cool, man. I like it. The ring looks unforgiving as fuck. I thought I saw he was in here, but like I don't see him in the brackets. So. I thought I read Th- Thatcher and Champa. Like uh, from the pit match came a new tag team entrance for uh, Did somebody get kicked out because I'm looking at like all the teams and unless one got bumped out I'm not too sure the Bollywood I mean it could have been just some Bollywood boys out maybe I don't know Lucha House Party the Bollywood boys are in there oh god Stallion and Grimm not sure but I mean yeah I heard rumors about uh, him getting him going in there as well too so it's quite possible I could see them being an awesome team together. Dude, the, the the matches they had were great. Thatcher's legit. Like he's not gonna. I like him. He's one of those guys that like can lose any day and then win any day. You know, like it, it's it's pretty cool to see. Uh, I don't know why they're not using Thatcher in the same position that they wanted to use that uh, that weird fucking Lars Sullivan because he's got like that crazy look and he's size. got the size. He's. I feel like Thatcher in my mind is bigger than Lars no. Thatcher is pretty. He's pretty thin. He's like no body is fat, he? but he's pretty. Th- yeah, he's pretty thin. No, never mind. Yeah, he's got a similar, similar-ish build uh, than to Champa, but I think even it's scrawnier. So really, yeah, yeah. I always thought I always pictured him big because he's bigger. fucking jacked, man. He's got like no fat yeah. on him. He's all muscle. But uh, Lucky, got, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be me one. It's day. gonna be a cool. Yeah. It's, it's gonna about be, a Fitbit. It's gonna be a cool uh, tag team. The, the brackets are quite large for the women. It's a little bit smaller. We saw Casey Cantazaro and Caden Carter actually eliminate Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm this week. What? Yeah. So a big that's team stupid. going out right away. Yeah, but you want to know why? Because EO showed up and fucking threw the kibosh on it. Fucking interfered. And then we saw EO fighting with Tony backstage. Um, so you have to imagine we're going to be going towards EO versus Martinez and Tony Storm at triple threat. Like, I don't know, because Martinez is who took EO out, supposedly. But we know that uh, EO and Tony were kind of feuding beforehand. So I'm not sure where this is going to lead to. Uh, but at least EO is back. She cut her bangs. A little bit of a new haircut going on. Um, good to see her back, man. I know uh, Rucker also was like, damn, I can't wait for her to come back. She is back, and I have no doubt she'll be in the Rumble at the very least. So we'll get to see her in action soon. Um, What's the deal with uh, when's the next NXT pay per view? Uh, I think it's. Are they going to do it at Rumble? Soon. Are they going to do it Saturday before Rumble? Please. No, I, love this. I don't think so. Oh, that'd be such a good weekend, though, dude. Uh, NXT. Uh, February for, uh, on, on Valentine's Day. They should oh, they should call it Valentine's Day Massacre. They should. They will back. call it. They will. You know they will. So yeah, Shotzi will host it. It'll be great. So that's something to look forward to, I guess, in February. I'll still be on vacation, are, by the way. You're a bastard. Yeah, cool. Are you watching? Uh, are you watching UFC this weekend? Conor McGregor. I, I don't. Didn't, he's fighting again, Conor. Yeah. Dustin Poirier. Yeah. And the guy who's fighting is he like a formidable opponent, or he's just Conor McGregor just going to eat him alive? Uh, I think he's somewhat formidable, but like it's hard to say when it comes to Conor McGregor. They fought before once, and Conor won, but I think it was like relatively close fight. I don't really remember. Dustin Poirier is not somebody I've followed. Maybe Chaos Theory could chime in here, but uh, I'll, I'll watch any Conor McGregor fight. I just want to see this guy get his ass kicked. Like Bro. he seems to be humbled down, though. He seems to be taking this one seriously. So I don't know. I think he's got to clean up his act before he, excuse me, makes his way over to WWE because that's that's gonna fucking happen. You think so? At some point, how old yeah, is, how old is he? So. Connor, he's young. Connor, I'm I'm thinking he's like 30. I just can't fucking understand him when he talks half the time, man. But that's that's the that's the that's the best part about it. He's 32. Uh-huh. He's got time. Yeah, he'll be around. Yeah. He'll be there. He'll be there, dude. Uh, so Drew McIntyre's got COVID. Got the COVID. I think he'll be back yeah. next week. Asymptomatic or whatever. Good for him. Whatever. 
Good, um, good, good. Yeah, good to hear. Uh, dude, that could have been a really scary thing uh, because he was around a lot of old people uh, the week before, especially with Hogan. Some people might have wished that <laughs> was he would give it to Hogan. Um, <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Yeah, but... Wasn't he with Hogan and Flair and all that shit? All yeah, 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 yeah. So, look, we got Drew versus Goldberg. It's happening at the Royal Rumble. Um, we know it's going to have to be a short match, too. Like, Goldberg cannot go more than a couple minutes. So what's going to happen here? Like, is he really just going to go through Goldberg? I guess because they want to make it look like he can go through these big fucking competitors. Goldberg is going to be another big, you know, mount on his wall. Um, he better go through Goldberg. He'll probably get, I bet you he'll get speared like two or three times and then like kick out, kick out, kick out, and then like hit Goldberg with like um, a uh, Claymore and beat him or something like that. It'll one, be short. one Claymore. Yeah. Claymore, that fucking kid. And I'm not super thrilled about KO going up against Roman anymore. Because look, okay, these guys put on great matches. It's so they're he's so good together. The I know the chemistry is good together, but the only thing that kind of bothered me was like they went in so many directions with this, right? Like I like Roman being like Kevin Owens, he's done, we're moving on, and then him having to face him again that was beautiful. Um, but I guess with Nakamura's performance, it was kind of one of those things where like when Kofi was in that elimination chamber. You kind of all of a sudden wanted Kofi to win and Kofi WrestleMania. Now it was kind of at least for mm. me when I was watching Shinsuke wrestle, I was like, "Fuck, man!" Like, Everybody seemed to feel that on Twitter. I, I kind I kind of wanted Shinsuke to even losing against Rumble. I mean, Roman. I know he would, but I would like yeah. to see Roman versus Shinsuke Nakamura. I think it could be a pretty fucking good match. We got Kevin I Owens so, like two, three times. Once on SmackDown, um, I'm sure it'll be great again. But honestly, you have this guy who goes for a gauntlet match. Pierce goes in and he's just like. Pins him. He's like, oh, I'm out. So don't, shouldn't Shinsuke have a chance or shouldn't it be him? And then all of a sudden KO gets interjected. Just, I don't know, man. It's just kind of just a lot of, a lot of holes in that, you know, at least for me. There's often holes in that, but I mean, there's still a week, man. There's still a week. Oh, it's going to be KO and that's fine. It's going to be a great match. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to Rural Rumble. Like you said, man, it's going to be fucking awesome. It is a great time of year. A lot of exciting, both men and women. Uh, the women put on an amazing Rural Rumble. I think it was last year, the year before. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. Maybe even more than the men. Uh, you're probably going to see I'm a lot. Always of people, looking forward to the women more than the men. You're going to see a lot of returns, a lot of surprise entrance. I, I imagine with 30 people having to fill up that ring. Um, really looking forward to it. Fuck, it's the road to WrestleMania, man. We're we're almost there. And with that, baby, episode 185. We we ended up talking about wrestling. We did it. We we came in zero notes. Shot the shit. I had fun. That was a good one. It was fun. I, um, I was thinking it was going to be I low energy. I was like, you know what? Let's fucking do this. Came in, and I'm happy. It was a good time, man. I sat back. I sat back in my chair and just said, I'm going to chill. Let's just have a chill episode. It ended up being great. Uh, look, we got Talkmania. Sorry, Trivamania next week. We got Marty defending against Chris Cass and JP from Winnipeg. That's going to be fun. They want to call it Beardomania because they all got beards. Look, it would be a great name, but it's Talkmania 10. Sorry, Trivamania 10. We're leaving it at that. It's Trivamania X, baby. So we got a bunch of shit. Me and Des are going to be co-hosting, so you know it's going to be shenanigans. It's going to be my first Trivamania sober. So get ready for that, people. Uh, so we have the pre-show, the post-show uh, next Sunday. It's on Twitch. Sportscaster is done. Des, I don't know if you heard the news. doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> Here on Breaking news. Uh, so we are officially on Twitch. And uh, FPC Wrestling is coming over to Twitch, so that should be exciting. So we'll be here on that stream for the pre, for the post, and for Trivamania next Thursday. Uh, yeah, that's it for me. What do you got, Des? 
closing closing thoughts? Oh, I'm just looking forward to the Royal Rumble, man. Glad to be here doing another show. Looking forward to Trivamania. I put together some questions. That's almost done. Thanks for everybody who contributed. And uh, we're going to do our pre and post show. Outside of that, man, I'm going to enjoy my vacation and I'm going to enjoy my bidet. You're a bastard. All right, on behalf of Talking Media, J-Bomb's out. Dez, say bye. Happy Rusev Day.